the Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Mark. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in the prophet Isaiah, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan confessing their sins. Now, John was clothed with camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, the one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. If we can sum up last week's readings with a sense of darkness, this week's readings are all about a sense of hope and light. And we open our Advent week this time with the opening of Mark's gospel and Mark jumps right into the middle of things and gets rolling with this breathless narrative that doesn't stop until the very last word of the very last chapter. Mark captures the urgency not only of what is unfolding as Jesus begins his public ministry and approaches the Jordan for baptism, but the urgency of the early Christian community, speaking hope to a people in need. Today's readings are all about prophecy. Prophecy not about predicting the future, but prophecy about ushering in the new light that is coming into our midst in Christ. This is the core of our Advent hope, and it makes us as crazy as John must have seemed to those Jewish people who were coming from Jerusalem and from the countryside, attracted by this teaching of this marginal prophet on the edges of everything, crazed with wild hair perhaps, wearing furs and eating locusts, insects, and wild honey someone at the very edge who was bringing a word of hope to those who thought that they were hopeless. This is the gift for us today, as we begin to engage in that same sense that Mark's community engaged in, and those early Christians engaged in, and those people going out to the River Jordan engaged in. A sense of breathless excitement. The light is coming. Hope for a world in need. And now as we... Greetings, Brother Richard. Your grace. Welcome. 
God bless you, my son. I have come once again back to the future to visit you. But where is your congregation? They are all in there, in the camera. It's a time of pandemic here, Nick. Pandemic? Yes. A plague? A plague. I know plagues well. When I was a little boy, our community weathered the plague, but I lost my mother and father. Sadly. But then my uncle was able to help me and take care of me. And then I realized, even though I had this great loss and suffered greatly, one day I had a sort of an epiphany. I realized that I started no longer thinking about myself, but about others, about the other children like myself. And I wanted to help them. And in doing so, my uncle and I began the tradition of visiting them at night while they were asleep, leaving little things by their doors, food, coin, whatever we could get for them to uplift them. And that tradition has, I see, continued for centuries. And that's why I'm here again. All during Advent throughout the world I visit, and I encourage those to serve others, think of others, be generous, and be grateful for what you have. Now, you're talking about this thing where in your congregation. Is this an epiphany as well? They're seeing me as an epiphany. Perhaps. They'll have to answer that question later. <laughs> but they greet you from their homes. That's how they're joining us today, so that they can stay home and stay safe. Well, I would like you to let the children know that uh, I've been observing them through the year. And from what I see, they're very good children. And I'd like you to encourage them during this season to help others in any way they can. Not so much to think about what they're going to get at Christmas time, but what, what they can give to their family and friends and neighbors and their fellow students. Well, God bless you, Brother Richard. Thank you for inviting me again. Back to the future, I will visit you again next year. You are always welcome, Your Grace. Thank God you. bless all of you in this mysterious place. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing community welcoming those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread 
and in service to others in Christ's name. You may reach us by phone at 415-388-1907, search for us online, or visit our website at OurSaviorMillValley.org. We wish you God's peace. We hope to greet you in person very soon.